The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. Joseph Noe, do we have an episode for the Samsonites today? We got two debates and a set of Palin. That's all we got to say. Stay tuned. Hey, it's time to visit ComedyVoices.com. Powered by digital media. Find your voice. Led by stand-up labs and UCB comedy, you'll get your fill of cutting-edge laughs to get you through the daily grind. Subscribe to your favorite show now on ComedyVoices.com. A digital media production. Coming to you from the top of the stand-up New York comedy club... This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by ComedyVoices.com. Find your voice. Very serious. The mandatory Samson podcast coming to you live from New York City. Hi, my name is Chris Flannery. I'm joined, as always, as per usual, forever and ever, into eternity, by my good friend Joseph Noe. That's a long time. You know that, right? Eternity? Yes. Tell me about it. It's only been actually like 18 years, and I feel like it's been forever. We're also being produced by Shelby Royston. What's going on, Shelby? Nothing much. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, dude. I, I got to tell you, welcome to the program, everyone. Dear God, we have a good one on our hands today, Joe. Nice. Uh, here's the rundown. Okay. Democratic debate coverage, Republican debate coverage. Before that, coverage of Sarah Palin's endorsement of Donald Trump in Iowa. No, she didn't. Can I tell you something? Yes. These may be the best sound clips in the history of the show. Are we going to need them for the soundboard? I think it's possible. They're so inco- incoherent at points that we might not even be able to clip them down short enough to make them a sound clip. Oh, but possibly, no. yeah. Uh, soundboard next week, Joey. I told okay. you that because we didn't need. Because Joey's like, "What do we do?" We were, we were here early setting up, and he was like, "What are we doing, soundboard?" Soundboard. And I was like, "We have a hundred clips to play during this episode, so no, we don't need the soundboard." But next week, it's coming. Okay, the, dude. I. I wasn't going to watch the uh, this was actually nice a little bit of a nice setup uh, this week for the for the episode because usually I got to look through bookmarks mm-hmm. different articles that I'm working on whatever this was nice because I just had the de- the debates to watch so yeah. I had them downloaded I watched them uh, took my notes did my thing and then I had a little extra time and I was like my god maybe I'll just watch this Sarah Palin thing just for fun and it's a gift it's a gift from sweet Jesus yeah it is unbelievable so we're going to we're going to start with that. Democratic debate will close with the Republican debate coverage, uh, which is good stuff, because these are the last debates before the big Iowa caucuses. Ooh. Yeah, ex- woo, ex- woo indeed. Before we do any of that, I got a couple of shout outs and then a, an email that we got mm-hmm. from uh, one of our listeners, Timo, who I mentioned on the show a few, I guess maybe a month ago, whatever, uh, about encryption. He sent an yes. email, sent me another email that we're going to get into, and we have a little uh, video clip to play that'll explain the whole thing. But yes. Wow, what a what a story we got there, and we got a we got a GoFundMe page, you guys, Samsonites. If you feel like it, I think it'd be a nice thing to to help this guy out. We'll give his story in a little bit. A couple of quick shoutouts before we get into any of this stuff. Michael K. Hudson on the Snapchat, boy, he liked my Bernie Sanders impression. He said, "Nice, 
yeah, it's terrific. I also heard on the SoundCloud comments that some people thought it might be, it sounds like George Steinbrenner character from Seinfeld. I that don't kind of voice. You're not familiar with it. Well, no. you should look into it. it. It might be something like that. But either way, I'm gonna I'm gonna look. I'll take either one. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Big Nubby sixty nine on Snapchat. He, uh, Nubby? he sa- yeah, Big Nubby sixty nine. Okay. He sent me a message last night. Listen to this. He goes, a note from Oregon Samsonites. We aren't all fucking stupid or crazy, <laughs> but it seems like based on cable news, we're becoming Florida too. With all <laughs> the events correct here. I really like that. Yeah, great, great. That's great. Awesome. Perfect. He goes, we can assure you they're isolated incidents of the Hicklands. So if you and Joey ever consider visiting, don't hesitate. LOL. Well, thank you. We oh, appreciate that's it. That's awesome. Plus, you got all that legal marijuana up there. That's not going to keep me away. That's nice. Uh, he says to me, this is directed mm-hmm. to me, he says, also your input on the TFM podcast is much appreciated and hilarious. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. For those of you that just listen to this podcast, I know we have a lot of crossover listeners, but... Uh, I also am on, I produce the TFM podcast mm-hmm. with Jared Free J Train every Tuesday and Friday on the Stand Up New York Labs network. Uh, and then I do like a news and uh, section on the end of that podcast. And, we, you know, I, I get on there and I, I give my two cents uh, at certain points during the thing. But anyway, little shout out there. Let's get into this. This whole story from Timo is unbelievable. We get an email from this kid. And he says, dude, Chris, first of all, the subject of his email was crazy shit, period. So I was like, who knows what this is going to yeah, be about? What's this going to be? Right. So he says, dude, Chris, I hit you up a couple of times about the encryption sh- encryption stuff. Check out this crazy shit that happened to me. I'll let the link do most of the explaining, but maybe you could uh, read, talk about it with Joey or on the news with J Train or something referring to the TFM podcast, yes. which I did bring it up on the, on the TFM podcast comes out tomorrow. Uh, or when you're listening to this, the TFM podcast is out also something trying to help my mom out. Many thanks, man. So I was like, all right. So I click on this link and it is way crazier, crazier shit than I could have imagined life, life and death stuff. Yes. Instead of us explaining the whole thing, there's a link in the, uh, there's a video in the link that he sent us. Let's just play the video. This is like a local news story from where he's from in Georgia that explains the whole thing. Uh, and then we'll give out the link to, you know, the GoFundMe because, Believe me, you guys are going to want to donate a little something, something to this yeah, guy. To help out. It's a cra- it's an absolutely uh, cra- crazy story. So let's play the clip, uh, you know, and then we can give out the link. So this is this is what happened to Timo, mm-hmm. a real life mandatory mandatory Samson podcast listener. Now, in the case of a home invasion that backfired on the intruders, we are hearing from the man who shot the two robbers in self defense, killing one of them. Okay, what? Yes. First of all, okay, so, right, it's like, oh, okay, so, <laughs> wild. Let, let's just listen. Rebecca Schramm is live in southeast of Decatur for us right now. So, Rebecca, what can you tell us? Hi, Bobby. Well, the man who lives here is really shaken up. He got almost no sleep last night. His mother, he spent the night with her in the hospital. She just happened to be visiting here from Nashville, and she, too, was beaten by these two intruders who apparently never expected that this 28-year-old would defend himself and his mom the way he did. It was about 5 o'clock and my mother had just cooked some chili for me. Timo Hernandez says they had just sat down to eat when there was a knock on the door. When I opened the door, these two guys stormed in with guns and started pistol whipping me and took me to the ground. One of the men went after his mother who was trying to escape. Started pistol whipping and kicking her in the sides. His accomplice demanded money and took Hernandez around the house at gunpoint. He took him to a guest bedroom and threw him to the ground. You put a 
gun to my head and I just started fighting back. Hernandez says it just so happened that in that room where they were fighting, he had his father's old hunting rifle that he was thinking about refinishing. He managed to grab it and he started firing. Bullets struck both men. One of them ended up dead in a neighbor's yard. The other hopped in a getaway car but then collapsed in the parking lot of a Zaxby's. Hernandez, his face swollen and bruised from being pistol whipped, is so glad he had protection. I feel like if I hadn't had the gun in there, this whole news story would be about me and my mother being dead in this house. Still, he can't get past the fact that he killed someone. I want to apologize to the men who I shot's families. I never want to hurt anybody like that. But they put me in a situation and I only reacted to it. And I'm, it sucks that a man lost his life yesterday, but I had to protect my family, you know? As for Hernandez's mother, she had a heart attack after this happened. She underwent surgery. Doctors are telling him she should recover just fine. But here's the thing, she has no insurance. So her son just started a GoFundMe page for his mom. And I've got details about that in a story on our website, cbs46.com. Whoa, what do you think about that, Joe? First of all, Timo, I'm really glad that you're fine. I'm glad that your mom... Obviously, it's terrible that she had a heart attack and she, you know, is recovering now, but it's good. I emailed Timo. He answered me. Yeah. His mom is going to make a full recovery, it looks like. So that's, that's awesome. great. But yeah, she doesn't have insurance. Also, he says, you know, he's apologizing to the victims, uh, you know, not the victims, the intruders' families mm-hmm. after he shot them. That's fine. That's good that you can apologize to them. Of course, you know, obviously, you're not a sick person that you want to go kill somebody, but you. Rest assured, bud, everybody that's listening to that story, you acted in the right. You're defending yes, yourself. You defended your life. You defended your mom's life. Don't, I mean. You did what you had to do. Yeah, you're going to grapple with it probably, but like everybody that's hearing that understands why you did what you did. It's not uh, like a bloodthirsty thing or whatever. Also, interestingly, oh, well, you know what? Okay, let me give the link so that way we uh, we put that out there. Hold on. This is the GoFundMe link. You guys can donate to uh, Timo and his mom, really, for her for her health care. Mm-hmm. trying to raise $15,000. He's about halfway there. Uh, it'll be nice. It, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm not expecting our audience to just, like, cover the rest of that. But whatever you could donate, if you spread it around, whatever. <laughs> to help out. To help out. Uh, you guys can go to GoFundMe.com slash E-G-J-K-S-C-B-S. All right? GoFundMe.com slash E-G-J-K-S-C-B-S. Uh, and you can uh, donate to um, his mom, Ramona, it looks like here, uh, you know, to help her recover from this insane tragedy. Life, yeah, tragedy, life and death situation. Uh, so, you know, whatever. Timo, obviously, I emailed him. Just stay in touch. Let us know how things are going. Crazy. I wanted to put that out there. And it's also interesting because the story touches on so many of the things that we bring up on the show. Yes. Healthcare obviously yeah. is a big factor here. If she had healthcare, this wouldn't even be an issue, really, that they need to be raising money for her for her medical bills. Unexpected, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's like an out of the blue thing. Um, and also guns. Yes. We've always said on the show, we've always talked about, I think it's fine to have a gun. I don't, I, I you know, especially if you're using it as hunting, and this appears to be some kind of hunting rifle that Timo yeah. had, it was his dad's, you know, rifle. Um, I'm totally fine with you having it in your home, safe, uh, owning it, 
legally and using it as self-defense absolutely which is clearly what he did in this case i don't have a problem with i think it's fine if people show up on your property and they're threatening you with an intent to hurt you absolutely i have, I have absolutely no problem with that i think that's really what the intention of of you know the second amendment is about yes you got any other thoughts about this joe i mean un- unbelievable I, I, i'm shocked that we had a listener and that this has happened to him yeah no i know it's so cra- right it's very very crazy but Anyway, Timo, I hope everything's uh, going well by you. I hope if you're listening to this, you, you enjoy the rest of the show and try to take your mind off some of this stuff for a little bit. And uh, Godspeed to your mom. I hope she feels better. Samsonites, um, you know, whatever you can do. I think that would be nice to help out. You want to give the page one more time? Yeah, it's GoFundMe.com slash oh, – God damn it. I closed it. Joey. Oh, come on. on. You sandbagged me. Just talk for a second, Joey. I'm going to get the link up. Hold on. <laughs> the last thing I would ever want to do is sandbag you, buddy. Oh, what a sweetheart. It is GoFundMe.com slash E-G-J-K-S-C-B-S. And you can go uh, donate to this worthy cause, I believe. Very good. Yes. So we put that out there and perfect. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. We got this Sarah Palin. <laughs> this is a fun uh, episode because it's a lot of clips. I think it's it's going to be good. We have the Sarah Palin endorsing Donald Trump, which before we even get into the specifics or any of the clips – uh, just imme- what's your immediate thought on this, Joey, that Sarah Palin is even involving herself in this thing at all? I think she, um, she feels lonely and left out of the media. It's been a while since we've heard her, and I yeah. think this is a great opportunity for her to maybe re-involve herself in the political climate. Yeah, very well said. Absolutely. It's, it's insane. I, I don't understand why Trump would want her endorsement because in a general election, for the most part, and even I think in Republican circles, there's a lot of people that look at her now as as a dummy and not somebody that is credible in any of this stuff. I, I can't imagine that this is going to help him that much in Iowa. I mean, unless he knows, you know, he's doing research or something that she's particularly respected in Iowa. But I, I mean, hmm. I, I, who knows? This is the other thing I'm going to say. We're going to get into the clips right now. Yeah. Two of the clips that I'm going to play, I have notes on, like what the clip is about, yes. just like general thoughts. I have like four other quick clips. But I didn't write what they're about because I was like, you know what? I'm picking them and I won't write what it's about. So that way when me and Joey watch them together, it's like we're watching them fresh together because you haven't seen them I have all. not seen these. I, I imagine a lot of the listeners haven't seen all of it. There's been clips on TV, but they're probably picking ones where she's making a point. Yes. Uh, there's not a lot of coherence in this thing. It's as though she has some kind of disease or she had some kind of stroke or something, and it's like word soup. It's like she can't put together a real sentence. It's it, unbelievable. And it's very tasty. A word soup? Is yes, that what you're playing yes. off of? You're a, real, you're a real son of a bitch, Joey. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is Donald Trump. We're going to break this thing down like we do with the debates. Yes. But this is, God, this is so much funnier than anything else we've ever played on the show. This is Trump introducing Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. And then we're going to get into some of, the, uh, some of her remarks, which are just off the wall kooky just a couple of words about a very special person this is a person who i've known for a long time who i've respected for so long an incredible husband an incredible family and somebody that when i heard that she was going to endorse me i was so honored you have no idea how honored and i would like to bring up if i might governor sarah Helen, special, special person. Thank you. She is a special person, all right. <laughs> Here she is. Here we go. Now, the other thing, Joe, oh, hold on. Thank you so much. 
gosh, it's so great to be in Iowa. We're here just thawing out. Yep, she's back. Uh, Todd and I and a couple of our friends. That's so perfect. Just, yeah, I'm back. And then just like, friends here from Alaska, lending our support for the next president of our great United States of America, Donald J. Trump. Okay. Well, she's bitching. I, I got to point this out about, I'm not saying Sarah Palin is drunk in this video or that she's on some kind of amphetamine or whatever. She is at a weird level she's happy. in this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's jacked up to be next to the, the future president, right? I mean, an unfucking believe. Okay. Do we have another VP attempt? No, there's a, no, there's no, no, no way that's going to happen. Okay. I wrote in my notes. I'm going to say this. I suffered through this 20 minute debacle for you, Samsonites. Okay. I love our listeners, and I appreciate you all, so I did it, okay? Okay. And it was fucking worth it. Play the clip. I I am. I'm getting to it. All right. Hold on. I'm just queuing it up, Joe. I'm queuing it up. All right. Here we go. Now, again, I don't know what this clip is about, but we'll talk about it when it's over. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready for that, Iowa? No more pussyfooting around. Our troops deserve the best. You deserve the best. (laughs) He is from the private sector, not a politician. Can I get a hallelujah? (laughs) Where in the private sector, you actually have to balance budgets in order to prioritize, to keep the main thing, the main thing. And he knows the main thing a president is to keep us safe economically and militarily. Uh He knows the main thing and he knows how to lead the charge. So troops hang in there because help's on the way because he Better than anyone, isn't he known for being able to command fire? He thumbs, oh, wait, he, wait, 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 like you're fired? Yeah, he thumbs up, sir, points at her, and then does the, you're fired in the background. <laughs> this, this shit is like a wrestling promo. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Ready for a commander-in-chief? He's doing it in the background. That's yeah. why the crowd's going crazy. This is mental. <laughs> who will let our warriors do their job and go kick ISIS ass uh, rallying call this is like uh, this is like Stephanie McMahon on the mic yes, in yes, WWE it is. it's fucking staggering immediate thoughts on Palin her energy weird energy fantastic yeah I think it's too high it's, <laughs> it's like he went to the closet and go I need a little help in the polls and here, here she is but does he he's up no. like 90 points on everybody that's what no, I'm saying he doesn't need any help you ready for this? Yes. He brings her out because he can't figure out how to get out of this thing. He's trying to tank his numbers. He doesn't know what to do. You think that's what it is? He's that's up it. 20 points everywhere. Why would he do this? Do you think his goal is to to somehow drop 20 points in two weeks? Yes. That'd be awesome. This is And then who, who are you going to get? Who Sarah better to get than uh, yeah, poll, the poll tanker? <laughs> All right. Next clip. I don't know what it's about. Let's hear what Sarah Palin has to say. Wait, hold on. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss a thing. Hold on. But he didn't do it alone. And this is important to remember, especially those of you like me, a a member of the GOP. This is what we have to remember in this very contested, competitive, great primary race. Yeah. Trump's candidacy, it has exposed not just that tragic, the ramifications of that betrayal of a transformation of our country. What? What? That is not a sentence. She had the opportunity to write this fucking thing out. What High does energy that, doesn't need to write speeches. I think we need to hear that again. I think we got to hear that again. What is she 
Say it. What are those Something words? about Obama making a mistake. I think that's what she's going for. All right. Of the GOP. This is what we have to remember in this very contested, competitive, great primary race. Uh-huh. Trump's candidacy, it has exposed not just that tragic, the ramifications of that betrayal of a transformation <laughs> of our country, but two, he has exposed the complicity on both sides of the aisle that has enabled it. Okay? Yeah. Well, Trump... What he's been able to do, which is really ticking people off, which I'm glad about. He's going rogue left and right, man. That's why he's doing so well. Okay. Everybody loves the rogue. Yeah, everybody loves that shit. What is she taught? What is she even saying? She just said a bunch of prepositions and then didn't, <laughs> yeah. didn't say an actual sentence. Uh, all right. Let's skip ahead here. Also, she mentions a Republican rival Uh-oh. during this speech that she respects. Uh, which is weird. We'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, okay. So here's another clip. I don't know what this is about. Let's see. Joe, you enjoying is it this Cruz? No, we'll get into it. Okay. Oh, I, I know which one it'll be. Okay. Oh, okay. The way that this thing works. We, you, a diverse, dynamic, needed support base that they would attack. And now some of them even whispering, they're ready to throw in for Hillary over Trump because they can't afford to see the status quo go. Otherwise, they won't be able to be slurping off the gravy train that's been feeding them all these years. They don't want that to end. I want some uh, of that gravy train. That voice, that tone. I know it's like calling the kettle black, but my voice is nowhere near annoying as Sarah Palin. The gre- slurping off the gravy train. Like, are you talking to a group of kindergartners here? Yes. What are you doing? She's trying to tank poll numbers. I, I hope so. I mean, if she's trying to, I really hope they do tank. Just like, how could you possibly be like, this is perfect. This is working. Hero and a Trump supporter. Tell her she's not conservative. Uh, how about the rest of us? Right wing and bitter clinging, proud clingers of our guns, our God, our, and our religions and our constitution. Tell us that we're not red enough. Yeah, coming from the establishment. Right. Yeah, I think he's trying to jeopardize his uh, his presidential run here. Dude, that sounded like Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> was just cutting a. Pro- We're gonna listen to that one one more time. Yes, she does a lot of this kind of like rapping stuff, like or whatever <laughs> the fuck she's doing. Gun click. Just l- listen to this again. Yes, hero and a Trump supporter. Tell her she's not conservative. Uh, how about the rest of us? Right wing and bitter clinging, proud clingers of our guns, our God, our in our religions, in our constitution tell us that we're not red enough yeah coming from the establishment right that gives yeah, me chills rapping. it's so crazy yeah that literally gives me chills yikes yikes uh, and he's just standing in the background but like it's a perfect that he no, no no it's perfect that he waited this long before bringing her into the foray i mean dude it, this is like a suicide pill that he just pulled out here uh all right hold on we got two three more clips there is it more rapping because if it is this is this is gonna be there awesome. might, there's probably a little more rap. i mean the whole i mean she gave like a 20 minute speech and she did a lot of like rhymes <laughs> and now though to be lectured that well you guys are all sounding kind of angry is what we're hearing from the establishment doggone right we're angry justifiably so yes you know they stomp on our neck and then they tell us just chill okay just yeah just relax well look um we are mad and we've been had they need to get used to it this election is more than just your basic abcs anybody but clinton 
It's more than that this Ooh, that was around. clever. No. When we're talking about a nation without borders, when we're talking about uh, bankruptcies in our federal government, debt that our children and our grandchildren, they'll never be able to pay off. When we're talking about no more Reagan-esque power uh, that, that comes from strength, power through strength. <laughs> yeah, power through strength. As opposed to all that other power through not strength. Sure. <laughs> all that mind power that we use. Power through rapping. Pa- power through strength. What a genius she is. Well, then, we're talking about our very... It's peace through strength is what she was looking for. Oh, peace. Existence. So, no, we're not going to chill. In fact, it's time to drill, baby, drill down. She did it. She and did it. And hold these folks accountable. She, she did it, baby, she drill. Co- she called she did out. It. I, know, I, knew, I knew you were going to get excited by that. She calls out uh, all of these old catchphrases. It's awesome. The you're fired and all yes. this shit. The drill, baby, drill. Rogue. This woman is a psycho. The other thing that is really incredibly noticeable about this, that was McCain campaign's whole point about her yes they couldn't keep her on message because they would write her these long speeches and then she would try to drop in her own like little jewels of wisdom Mm -hmm. but this is her not having any professionals write a speech i know it's awesome it's wildly ineffective (laughs) and simple but entertaining i mean i'm entertained by it but i'm also fearful i'm also fearful that it's working in some way Two clips. Palin praises Rand Paul. No way. And misrepresents his positions. Plus, Trump hates Rand Paul. So smart move here, right? He's always like, do you mind, Rand? Yeah. yeah. Do you mind, Rand? She's bringing up Rand. Meanwhile, you watch Trump in the background. He's like, nope. Plus, this is incredible (laughs) that a guy who thinks or certainly acts like he's going to be the president would let this disaster anywhere near him two weeks before an election. He's pulling out all the stops to get the fuck out of this race. That's how I feel about it. And it's not going to happen. Let's listen to this clip. That they are in. I, let me say something really positive about one of those individuals. Rand Paul. Uh, now, Trump in the background, he doesn't even nod or do anything. He's just like, where's she going with this? I hate Rand. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about that libertarian streak in him that is healthy because he knows you only go to war if you're determined to win the war. That's not. I Rand- don't think that was his position. Correct. That's we've listened to a lot of debates. We've listened to Sweet Rand Paul, who, by the way, is not in this debate either with uh, the the great innovator Carly Fiorina. But yeah, Rand Paul's position is not you only go to war if you intend to win the war. His position is we shouldn't get involved in pointless wars. We shouldn't go to war awesome. unless we really have to. That it's just crit like. I, I think if we start a new show, like Sal Palin speaks for me, uh-huh. she could go every week talking for people and what they mean. Well, I she does. Awesome. I mean, that's her life's goal, Joe. I mean, yeah. What do you mean? She's out there talking for the Joe Sixpack, which she brings up. Joe the Plumber, Joe's, Joe Sixpack. Oh, I'm not like Joe us. the Plumber. I miss him. Joe Where's the Plumber. He been? I don't know. Because he's not a plumber. Joe the, Joe the Plumber was just some like guy they got to, to oh, okay. do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, finish up your thought, sweet Sarah, about uh, Rand Paul the bill for these nations who are oil rich we're paying for some of their skirmishes that have been going on for centuries skirmishes i think she means skirmishes that's the word skirmishes she said skirmishes but that's i'm gonna let it go i'm gonna let it go too Hmm. where they're fighting each other and yelling all the akbar calling jihad on each other's heads forever <laughs> jesus and ever. christ like said, Sarah. <laughs> what a reaction joey i know yeah. i'm sitting there watching this thing like i 
I like took my headphones off and looked around in an empty apartment. Like, what the fuck? Is anybody else hearing this? But there was nobody with me. Do you think Ben Affleck caught any of this yet? Because this is oh well, Affleck. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Gonna, I mean, first of all, it's not Allah Akbar. It's Allahu Akbar. It's like a whole phrase. God yes. is great. She is just phenomenal. I mean, hold on. Uh, She's dead. There's like four seconds left. Hold on. Let him duke it out and let Allah sort it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let Allah sort it out. If there was an Allah, I wish he would strike her dead at that very moment. <laughs> like, who, who amongst uh, us would not want to see a hooded man run into that room and cut both their heads off for this? Who wouldn't be like, but who would listen, be I don't agree with ISIS most of the time, but good call. Good call on this execution. You, we, uh, good job, buddy. All right, get back over there. Are you kidding me? Last clip. Talking about how Trump is a nice guy and a hard worker and a self-made guy, except for his dad's riches that he inherited and the millions of dollars he was loaned by his dad to start his real estate career. It doesn't matter. Fucking, un- is this unreal? It's, it's everything you would expect it to be. It's not. It's way worse than it, I thought it would be. Like, if you told me, hey, Sarah Palin came out of the woodwork mm-hmm. for Trump, this is exactly what I would imagine. Wow. I was caught off guard by this thing. I mean, it was just well beyond what I thought it would be. Final clip. Well, because honestly, of all the people he could bring in, because he knows a lot of people. Mm-hmm. He's a businessman. He's done a lot of business. Could bring in anybody. He brings top tier candidate oh my god to the platform yeah yeah top tier candidate sure though a one-time vice presidential candidate who, who admittedly by the people that brought her in were like N- awful mistake we mistake didn't, we didn't vet her at all all right final clip an optimist passionate about equal opportunity to work trump she's talking the about self-made <laughs> success of his yeah self-made is that that that's that that's a very republican idea oh the self-made man yeah I mean, yeah, it's not because look, of Trump environment worked hard. Trump's or done a lot, but come on, man. I mean, he had a he had a he had a million, at least a million dollar head start, a couple of million dollar head start. I guarantee, if you gave me a couple of million dollars, I could probably start a business that would work out. Yeah, probably, right? Yes, and schooling would have helped too. Oh, uh, sure. Well, yeah, take that right. Then he went to the Wharton School of Business and all this stuff. Yeah, of course. Yes. I mean, yeah, that didn't hurt. He, you know that he doesn't get his power, his high off of opium other people's money like a lot of dopes in washington do they're addicted to opium where they take other people's money and then their high is getting to redistribute it right and then they get to be really popular people when they get to give out your hard money well he he doesn't do that his opium is spelled o-p-i-u-m not (laughs) o-p-m so i get what she's trying to do there but take the night, think about a better metaphor. Uh, that's awesome. It's staggering, okay? So she's claiming that everybody in Washington are a bunch of uh, heroin addicts? Well, no. What she's trying to do is she's trying to say that they're addicted to taking your money. Oh. But she had no idea how to actually make that point in a, in a clever way. So she just shoehorned other people's money with the word opium Wow. Is this, was this what I promised? Yes, Is this it was. some of the best that we've ever heard on the show? Sam, so you let me know what you think about this. We'll probably do some clips from this thing for, uh, for old time's yeah, sake for the soundboard. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I really got to believe that that's going to hurt him a little bit, right? Nope. I want, if anything, I think I, it's going to help. I didn't say it was going to. I said, I got to believe. I have to, Joey. I have to hold on to this oh. dearly because it is 
Woo! That is wild stuff. So he really is going rogue. It's like he thought, I'm going to bring in Sarah Palin. And again, again the, be the only way that that shit makes any sense is that he got real tight intel about the fact that she plays very well with a certain percentage of people in Iowa. And that's and why he's just he trying it. to go, trying to just nail it down. But he's up 20 points in Iowa anyway. He's up 20 points nationally. Why would you do that? I think he's trying to get out. He needs to get out. He needs an uh, exit, he exit the strategy. Shark. Yeah, he needed to get on the thing, on the motorcycle, and jump the shark like the Fonz. He needs out. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Democratic debate coverage. Here's what we're going to do. This is quick, the Democratic debate coverage, because, again, it's the same three. O'Malley doesn't even really count. No, he counts. He had some high points. Uh, you know what? I probably didn't include any, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, He's not a factor. No. He's not a factor. Uh, it's Hillary and Bernie. Mm-hmm. Hillary, I got... I'm not crazy about Hillary Clinton. If she's the nominee, I'm not going to support that. I can't support okay. it. Bernie, I'd support. But Hillary, I, I can't really get behind her. Uh, we're going to go quick here with the Democratic debate coverage. We'll take our little break in case there's going to be an ad or something there, and then we'll close the show out with the Republican debate. That sounds good to everybody? Sounds great. Great. Joey, why don't you explain to the Samsonites, all the listeners, how we do these debate coverages? All right. So Chris puts himself in a bubble, and he watches the debate. Right. He takes notes. A literal bubble. I mean, I think you're not being clear about this bubble. Oh, it's a literal bubble? Yeah, it's plastic wrap. There's a little paper mache involved. It's like a little snow globe that I enter into for days. How do you breathe? Well, it's got a little air tank. Oh, okay. It's a whole complicated I mean, it cost me thousands of dollars to get into this bubble. But it's well worth it. So worth it because I don't know what, uh, you know, Billy Crystal had to say about the debate. Billy Crystal? So while he's in his bubble, he's taking his notes like he's live tweeting. But instead of putting it out into the Twitterverse... He saves it for you guys, the Samsonites. Yeah, you get the you get the scoop first. My unabridged, untainted debate notes. Nice, just for you guys. <sighs> Quick, we got to get two of, debates. We got two. It was a very big week. The Demo- again, the Democratic one. We take a little bit less uh, clips from because a lot of the same stuff comes up over and over again. Which you know, I, I don't necessarily know. We need to include every time. Exactly. So. Let's do that. Then we'll get to the Republican debate, which was a a very interesting one. Here's my notes. I started with the gun issue comes up again. Bernie has to defend his record. Hillary goes after him. Nothing new here, but this is the, this is the attack. She started a couple of, you know, all the debates ago, but a couple of weeks ago, she really started going heavy on Bernie. Yes. Questioning his record. And she expands that strategy throughout this debate. And she's included it now on social media um and she's using her allies planned parenthood mm-hmm. um the human ah jeez the children's health fund what, whatever there's like another fund yeah. that she's involved in uh human rights fund doesn't matter anyway but she has these people that have already uh endorsed her tweeting at bernie sanders like really disappointed that bernie sanders blah blah, blah. so she's she's playing she's this using the machine out. she's using the machine it's very frustrating and uh, I think I have notes as we go through. If not, I can explain it at the end. But let's just go through the notes, and then we'll, we'll see what goes on. The gun thing. That's going to be the main thing with the Dem debate coverage. I really don't think we need a lot of what's going uh, to be covered. Obviously, pointed arguments I'll include, new information I'll include. But we've covered all the debates so far. And once again, there's just three candidates. The only excuse me, thing different now is that they're weeks from an election. Polar Seltzer, Blackberry Apple, it's a... Limited edition winter flavor, and it's really delicious. Bernie seemed tired at the start of this debate, Joey, and that's not a great time for that, honestly. 
he came alive as this debate went along though he started getting pissed off with like the attacks and you know he really started to fight back bernie sanders this is the first clip we have this is bernie strong i feel like black caucus endorsed secretary clinton not you he said that choosing her the congressional black caucus he said endorsed hillary not bernie for you was not a hard decision in fact our polling shows she's beating you more than two to one among minority voters how could he be the nominee if you don't have that support well let me talk about polling the secretary (laughs) secretary clinton well knows when this campaign began, she was 50 points ahead of me. Good luck. We were all of three percentage points. Guess what? In Iowa, New Hampshire, the race is very, very close. Maybe we're ahead in New Hampshire. You're oh, ahead. Yeah. Term- uh, maybe he's ahead in New Hampshire. He's like eight, nine. In some polls, 19 points up in New Hampshire. He's up in New Hampshire. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Of polling, guess what? We are running ahead of Secretary Clinton. In terms of taking on my good friend Donald Trump, beating up by yeah, he's I cut him off. He's going to say nineteen points. He's up nineteen points over Trump in a head-to-head. Is that before the Sarah Palin effect? This this took place before. Oh, so you're saying the Palin's going to cut that gap? That gap. Trump heard about that and Uh, was like, "I need backup." (laughs) Hilarious. I don't. I hope not. Nineteen points in New Hampshire. 13 points in the last national poll that I saw. To answer your question, when the African-American community becomes familiar with my congressional record and with our agenda and with our views on the economy and criminal justice, just as the general population has become more supportive, so will the African-American community, so will the Latino community. We have the momentum. We're on a path toward victory. All right, Bernie. Nicely I, said. I really hope so. I, I gotta, I, I'm telling you, we got to get Bernie in there. We're we, working on it. We got to get Bernie in there. I am not for Hillary Clinton. I, I hate the shit that she's doing. Very cal. I mean, look, it's the right thing to do if you want to win. It's the wrong thing to do. I, I don't know. I, I just don't. I, I don't I, think I can't, guns, I can't do it. I Joey. don't think guns is a big enough issue. It's not even just that. We'll we'll get into it. There's more going on uh, outside of that. And again, some of this stuff we'll cover next week, and you know, whatever. I can get mm-hmm. into it more. But we just have a lot of this stuff to get to this week, and I think it's important. O'Malley gets hammered for his tough on crime, zero tolerance policies as mayor of Baltimore. They asked him a question about it, and he was like, "Well, blah blah blah." I don't care. We're not to include Martin O'Malley's comments. Long segment about the issues of Black Lives Matter. The rash of police shootings against black men in America, people of color. Incredible how this never comes up during Republican debates. It's literally a non-issue for them. It doesn't even come up in the debate we're going to cover later in this podcast. Well, why would it? Well, because it's it's a... Okay, right. Why would it? Because they're not going to be doing it. It's just lip service, right? They're not actually going to do anything about it. They also have to be tough on crime and all this stuff. But they've put themselves in a corner where they are just cutting out an entire population of people. Yes. Disenfranchised people, people of color, minority group. They just don't even, they don't care. And they don't get their votes. They don't get their votes. Right. And then they wonder why. Oh, how dare people go, well, the black people only voted for Obama because he's black. Well, and also because why would they vote for uh, Romney or somebody that's not going to do anything for them? That's the thing, though. Get to know Bernie Sanders. Please, like, in communities of color, please vote for Bernie Sanders. Don't give it to Hillary. Hillary is... She is establishment. That's what she is. Yes. She's a moderate. She'll help more than any Republican. But Bernie's going to help way more than Hillary Clinton will. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. 
they get to a section about healthcare. These are the these are where the clips come from because this was like a pretty substantive uh, substantive. What is the word? Substantial. Substantial. Substantive. Uh, part of this debate. Hillary has taken a noticeable, sharp attack turn towards Sanders. It's all vague comments about, quote, his record and how we, quote, need to take a look at it. Hopefully none of this sticks. Also, she better hope no one notices how much more liberal and progressive Bernie is than her in the next couple of weeks or she'll be down heading into New Hampshire. And I think that's what's happening. Maybe. This is what she's doing. She's putting out these little missives where... She's she I get to it in the notes. Let's not even talk about it. I'll just get to the notes. All right. This is Hillary Clinton. Uh, this is like a little healthcare scrum. It is an example of Hillary's attacks and misrepresenting Bernie's plan. I'm sure this is working for her. There are people who just started paying attention this week, which is not great. O'Malley pipes in at the end and I want to tear his head off. I'm finished with him. We'll get to that at the end of this clip. So this is a little scrum about healthcare and, uh, just a pretty prime example of where Hillary's attacks are going and how she's she's playing this out for the rest of the election, I bet. Worked since Harry Truman to get the Affordable Care Act passed. We finally have a path to universal health care. We've accomplished so much already. I do not want to see the Republicans repeal it, and I don't want to see us start over again with a contentious debate. I want us to defend and build on the Affordable Care Act and improve it. Which, by the way, you know what? I'm not even going to get into this. But let me just tell you something. Mm -hmm. The Affordable Care Act only is going to work for the exceptionally poor people who can end up getting on, like, Medicaid or something. Or not exceptionally poor, but people who can get the free version of it. If you have to actually pay for parts of the Affordable Care Act... It's too expensive. It's very expensive because it is, again, a part of the health insurance industry. It's not Medicare for all. It's not a separate program. and It's not a public option. So it's it is still a not an effective program. It does help cover people at a very high cost or if you're you know if you're lucky enough to be people that can get it for free then fine because you've gotten into essentially what the program should be. It's Medicaid but it should be like a Medicare for all mm-hmm. program. It's like a supplemental thing. Hillary is defending that. Fine. And and Bernie Sanders is not saying let's get rid of obamacare what he's saying is let's improve it yes. or if we are going to do away with it let's make sure that there's a public option medicare for all everybody in america gets covered hillary is taking the the route which is interesting it's sneaky though where she's saying because bernie we did wants this already because bernie wants to improve the plan or change it to something more liberal and more progressive she's just saying bernie wants to get over get rid of obamacare that's true. He wants to give you free health care, but she's leaving that part out, Yeah, which is sneaky, but it works because she's choosing to defend Obama's legacy from Bernie Sanders even at this point. That's, yeah. that's the plan that she's doing, which is very underhanded, but it probably works. Okay. Senator Sanders. Secretary, Secretary Clinton didn't answer your question. Because what her campaign was saying, Bernie Sanders, who has fought for universal health care for my entire life, he wants to end Medicare, end Medicaid, end the children's health insurance program. That is nonsense. What a Medicare for all program does is finally provide in this country health care for every man, woman, and child as a right. Now, the truth is, 
that Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Harry Truman, you know what they believed in? They believed that health care should be available to all of our people. I'm on the committee that wrote the Affordable Care Act. I made the Affordable Care Act, along with Jim Clyburn, a better piece of legislation. I voted for it. But right now, what we have to deal with is the fact that 29 million people still have no health insurance. We are paying the highest prices in the world for prescription drugs, getting ripped off. And here's the important point. We are spending far more per person on health care than the people of any other country. My proposal, provide health care to all people, get private insurance, out of health insurance, lower the cost of health care for middle class families by 5,000 bucks. That's the vision we need to take. Now, that's the point. It's Mm -hmm. getting private insurers out of the public option. They can still exist. People are going to lose their jobs, no doubt, in the health insurance industry, but that's the way the fucking cookie crumbles. If you're essentially just a parasitic middleman that is getting between sick people and a doctor and just charging double what they should be paying mm-hmm. or, or a lot more in we certain cases, we don't need that. We don't need you. It's unfortunate that you found a way to be a leech and suck off the American people and make money that way, but you only do it at our expense. The health insurance industry only makes money if they don't pay for you, right? Yeah. You're paying dues, you're paying them your monthly fee or whatever, mm-hmm. and you don't go to the doctor, they're making money. If you get sick and you hit your deductible and they have to pay for you, now they're losing money on you. That's why they don't want to cover you. That's why they make the deductibles very high. That's yeah. why they make the monthly payment extremely high. They And also, the big part of it is why why the, the money went up. Republicans are like, well, see, Obama just wanted you to pay more. No, it's because he wanted people to get covered. So people that are high risk or poorer people that don't go to the doctor or whatever, they're not as healthy. So they're a higher risk for the insurance companies. Higher risk means more money that they'd have yep. to shell out. So they raise the premium on other people. And that's to cover the cost. To cover the cost. Now, that is not a crazy concept. What Bernie Sanders is saying, no. We're not going to do that. You're an American citizen. You deserve to be covered because we're all going to get sick. We're certainly all going to die, except for me. I have a little plan. Oh, nice. Uh, and you know, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that's the deal. Hillary, that F is making it seem like Bernie Sanders doesn't want the Affordable Care Act. Maybe he doesn't. He wants a better plan, a plan that would actually cover everybody at a reasonable cost. Yeah, but she's got to protect herself. Well, she's doing what she's got to do, right? We'll, we'll, we will see what the voters of Iowa have to say about this. Well, if I can, you know, I, I, I have to say I'm not sure whether we're talking about the plan you just introduced tonight or we're talking about the plan you introduced nine times in the Congress, but the fact... See, it's this shit that she's doing. The plan you introduced nine times in the Congress. Yeah, when nobody had an appetite. That's the other thing that she's doing. The appetite of people in the Congress to do these things... Mm-hmm is low because you have to get Republican uh, support on all this stuff for the most part. And you also need a a Democratic president. And there's a lot of factors that you need to even get legislation passed, which is why it's amazing that Obama is even able to get anything done to begin with. What she's doing there, like if Sanders proposes a plan in Congress, it's a plan that might be able to get passed. It's not ideally what he would want to do, but she's going to go back and point at his record and be like, he's flip-flopping and whatever. Yep. It's a very underhanded shit. She is a old-school politician. What worries me is that in a general election, she's going to try some of this stuff against the Republicans, and they're going to just go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and it could damage her, and she could lose this election, and that's a real dangerous thing. Bernie Sanders 
it's never nobody's going to accuse that guy of being like well, back in the day, he was all for, uh, you know, corporate welfare. And no, stuff he never like that. flip-flopped. No, he never, he's not a fucking flip-flopper. The only attack they have is the gun thing. And it's not, a leg- it's not really a legitimate argument. I don't like what she's doing, but she's creating a false dichotomy between her and Bernie, acting as though Obama's super liberal and that she's taking up the mantle of Barack Obama. While that is not true, they are both essentially moderate obama a lot of his policies are just ronald reagan stuff mm-hmm. recycled uh, now because everything's moved so far to the right bernie is the only liberal in this thing the only progressive always remember that why do you always not count o'malley why are you because o'malley might as well just be hillary i mean he's like hillary's lap though i mean it's the same, <laughs> it's the same. he's he's a he's an ass kiss i don't like a lot of his answers okay it's very like i'm like i'm talking to children like you know what o'malley you're not gonna you're just not gonna win so you're just wasting everybody's time being there is we have the affordable care act that is one of the greatest accomplishments of president obama of the go. democratic party and of our country and We have already seen 19 million Americans get insurance. We have seen the end of pre-existing conditions keeping people from getting insurance. We have seen women no longer paying more for our insurance than men. And we have seen young people up to the age of 26 being able to stay on their parents' policy. Now, there are things we can do to improve it, but to tear it up and start over again Pushing our country back into that kind of a contentious debate, I think, is the wrong direction. I have to talk about something that's actually working. Why don't you shut the fuck up, Martin O'Malley, okay? The grown-ups are talking. No one is tearing this up. We're going to go forward. But what the secretary neglected to mention, not just the 29 million still have no health insurance, that even more are underinsured with huge co-payments and deductibles. Tell me why. We are spending almost three times more than the British who guarantee health care to all of their people. 50% more than the French, more than the Canadians. The vision from FDR and Harry Truman was health care for all people as a right in a cost-effective way. We're not going to tear up the Affordable Care Act. I helped write it. But we are going to move on top of that to a Medicare Andrea, for all system. Andrea, Andrea, instead of... Andrea, this fucking I, Budinsky. I think instead of attacking one another on health care, we should be talking about the things that are actually working. Boo, shut no. up. We know what's working, O'Malley. He pulls the Christie. He pulls the classic Christie. Yep. Shut up. We all know what's working. We get it. Listen, he's got the stage. Go ahead, O'Malley. It's so fucking he's aggravated. Got the stage. This guy just sets, he just really sets me Chris, off. I don't like Chris. What? Yes, He's Joey? got the stage. Let him speak. Well, yeah, they did. They let him speak. I just don't think we these clips. That's fine. <laughs> oh, boo. All right, the next clip oh. I have. <laughs> oh. The next clip I have, please vote for Bernie Sanders. Always brings it back to what the real fucking problem is. Dead on. He gets decent applause. Hillary jumps in and says she's been fighting against the health insurance industry her whole career and gets a big applause. Yes. It's very frustrating. This is in South Carolina, meanwhile, the third uh, primary. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's the third primary state. Ooh. Oh, hold on. The video got stuck for a second. What the hell's going on? Wait for it. Do you know, know all the primary states in order? What? How many of the states do you know I in order? I don't know. I can't do that. Hold on. What the hell just happened here with the video? Jesus Christ. Here we go. I'm not the governor. I'm the senator from the state of Vermont. But second of all, second of all, here is what the real point is. 
in terms of all of the issues you've raised, the good questions you've raised, you know what it all comes down to? Do you know why we can't do what every other country, major country on earth is doing? It's because we have a campaign finance system that is corrupt. We have super PACs. We have the pharmaceutical industry pouring hundreds of millions of dollars into campaign contributions and lobbying and the private insurance companies as well. What this is really about is not the rational way to go forward. It's Medicare for all. It is whether we have the guts to stand up to the private insurance companies and all of their money and the pharmaceutical industry. That's what this debate should be about. Uh, strong. Yeah, yeah, strong. Come on. Does that guy seem like he's faking it? He's pissed at this point. He's. I told you, he started off a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. And then he woke ro- up. Roared, roared through like a, you know, I don't know what. Hillary just has. A Jewish <laughs> dragon just came right through this thing. <laughs> Hillary has the effect on him. What do you want? Yeah, well, Hillary has the effect on everybody where you hear <laughs> that. Blah, blah, blah. You hear that fucking voice long enough and it drives you crazy. Molly pointed this out to me. We yes. were talk, I was fired up about this. Uh, I was talking about Bernie, and she was like, you know they're not going to vote for a Jew, right? Molly's Jewish. So she's yeah. like, you know they're not going to vote for a Jew. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> God damn it. I totally forgot that Bernie Sanders is Jewish. <laughs> like, I, it got lost in my sh- in the shuffle. Right. Like, that's a big problem. That's yes. a big factor. It is. Not to me, I, but I'm just saying, I think that there's a percentage of people in the country that are not going to vote for him based on that. Hopefully, it's not enough to hurt him. Well, Cruz makes that comment about New York values or whatever, that type of yeah, thing. That, yeah, yeah, In the Republican debate, which that we'll get to. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happened. But I think it kind of relates to Bernie Sanders. We'll, we'll get to that uh, in the next debate. The, you know, in the coverage we're going to do at the end of the episode. Hillary spent a lot of the debate siding with Obama and defending his legacy, casting Sanders as someone who has at times been against the president and sought to undermine him. If anything, Bernie has criticized Obama for not being liberal enough. Hillary says she'll, quote, defend him, which is the move that I've been Mm -hmm. talking about throughout this whole thing, which is a very shrewd move, but one that is very frustrating. Hillary kept referencing a bunch of Sanders votes from back in the day that I'm sure have an explanation. She's extremely aggressive this debate because she's feeling the burn, baby. Mm -hmm. I think she knows. You were talking about it before we started that Hillary's got to know that this guy's creeping up on her, right? Yep. This is the second to last clip of the Democratic debate. Senator Sanders, you're the only one on this stage that voted to deregulate the financial market in 2000 to take the cops off the street, to use Governor O'Malley's phrase, to make the SEC and the communities, the Commodities uh, Futures Trading Commission no longer able to regulate swaps and derivatives, which were one of the main cause of the collapse in 08. So there's plenty. There's people, people clap at that. They don't know. They don't. The people in the audience don't know about the votes 15 years ago. I know. I, I can't imagine that Bernie Sanders was voting. That's the thing. She's obscuring the record. I'm sure that there is something. To, and I, I apologize, but I didn't look into those votes. But I, I bet my left nut that this guy didn't. It didn't do the things that she's saying he does. Yes. There's a reason why he voted against them. I'm positive. About There's it. something in there. Yeah. Plenty of problems that we all have to face together. And I, the final thing I would say, we're at least having a vigorous debate about reigning Senator in Wall Sanders. Street. The Republicans okay. want to give them more power and any- repeal Dodd-Frank. That- oh, shut Oh, my God. She's really on my nerves, Joey. It's not, again, this is somebody, with the again, I got to stop. I got to mm-hmm. stop at that every week. This is somebody that was the front runner against Obama. Yes. And she blew it because she's an unlikable robot. 
that nobody really likes as a person. Nobody likes her as a person. No, you know, her policies people like, I guess, mm-hmm. because what other option do they have? Well, you got Bernie Sanders as the other option. As soon as Obama came along, they were like, oh, perfect. everybody, this, this guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's who we want. Not this, this person. Absolutely not. That's what we need to stop. Who wants to check my record. Anyone who wants to check my record in taking on Wall Street, in fighting against the deregulation of Wall Street, when Wall Street put billions of dollars in lobbying and campaign contributions to get the government off their backs. They got the government off their backs. Turns out that they were crooks and they destroyed our economy. All right. Final clip. Bernie mm-hmm. reiterates a huge promise and he handles some bullshit smoothly, which I think is important just in terms of being able to navigate through a general election if he was able to get there. Uh, I think it's good the way he handled this. This is our last clip from the Democratic debate. We'll take a, uh, you know, we'll, a quick break. Well, we're not going to actually take a break, but like we'll, we'll refresh ourselves and then we'll get into the Republican uh, stuff to close this thing up. Governor O'Malley, Secretary Clinton. But here's the truth. If you have an administration stacked with Wall Street appointees, you ain't going to accomplish very much. So here's a promise that I make. And I mentioned a moment ago how corrupt the system is. Goldman Sachs paying a $5 billion fine gives this country in recent history a Republican Secretary of Treasury, a Democratic Secretary of Treasury. Here's a promise. If elected president, Goldman Sachs is not going to have, bring forth a secretary of treasury for a Sanders administration. Strong. Very, very strong. Hillary over his shoulder, you just see her just smile, smirking, smiling. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, I will. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. Uh, You called Bill Clinton's past transgressions, quote, totally, totally, totally disgraceful and unacceptable. Senator, do you regret saying that? I was asked a question. You know, one of the things, Andrea, and I, that, that question annoys me. <laughs> As I should. cannot walk down the street, Secretary Clinton knows this, without being told how much I have to attack Secretary Clinton. Want to get me on the front pages of the paper? I make some vicious attack. I have avoided doing that trying to run an issue-oriented campaign. Yeah, she's, she's just nodding her head, not yeah, saying he didn't like, do it. He didn't like you're not doing it right, but I will. You're, <laughs> you're fucked, old man. I, I'm cutthroat. I was asked a question. You didn't have to answer it that way, though. Well, Why did you? Then if I don't answer it, then there's another front page. So it's yes. <laughs> and I mean this seriously. You know that. We've been through this. Yes, his behavior was deplorable. Have I ever once said a word about that issue? No, I have not. I'm going to debate Secretary Clinton, Governor Malley, on the issues facing the American people, not Bill Clinton's personal behavior. All right. They didn't even have to bring it up. Well, I mean, it's too tense. I mean, come on. They're not going to talk about the, the, the blowjob heard around the world. I mean, they got to bring it up. Of course, it's something that happened. But, but right, it is immaterial. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. What, what, and what is the implication anyway that, that somehow they're going to throw it back to Hillary as like, why didn't you stop her? <laughs> why didn't you get in there and get, grab her by the beret and yank her off your husband's dick? Like, what is the, what, what are they bringing? I don't even understand what the, what the point is of bringing it up. She doesn't reflect on him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't no. make a difference. It's in the past. It's done. Right. And of course, nobody thinks 
Actually, not nobody thinks. Here's my thought about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I would have said? I mean, I if they asked me, I wouldn't have because yeah, yeah, it's political yeah. suicide. But the reality is, it's a stressful goddamn job. If Hillary Clinton wants to have some, like, twinky dude come in there and, and you know, eat her out while she's at the <laughs> Oval Office just to chill, it's a stressful job. I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. I, I don't think I think there should the be a presidential fluff. Joey, I didn't. Uh, there should be a presidential <laughs> fluffer that, that is just there. Just a person you kind of like hang out with. It's sort of like a little bit of a therapist, a little massage, mm-hmm. masseuse. And maybe they'll give you a, a blowjob once in a while just to relax. I think it's okay. I think that's fine. It'd be great health benefits. For the president, absolutely. Yeah. It's a stress. Look at Obama. The guy looks like he aged 40 years. Yeah, he does. I don't, have a pro- I don't have a problem with it. I got to be honest with you. But whatever. It's immaterial in the context of this, this debate. But in all honesty, I don't think Michelle needs any help. No, Michelle is... Whew. Michelle was a perfect 10 at that State of the Union. God damn, she really was. All right. Any, give me some thoughts, Joey, while I take a sip of my Blackberry Apple Polar Seltzer. As I watched the debate, I thought that Hillary was getting very frustrated. It seems that she feels the burn, and the longer he's in there, the more at risk she is. Well, absolutely. I mean, obviously, I think everybody kind of considered it to be a, not a joke, but not a credible candidate when Bernie Sanders wrote. They're like, well, this guy's not going to really mm-hmm. go anywhere. Even though everybody knows Bernie Sanders is a legitimate guy and somebody that could certainly do the job, I think. Nobody really was taking it too seriously, including Hillary. She didn't even mention him. Yeah, now is it yeah, getting they, closer yeah, to Yeah, she, she didn't mention him for months. Right, now is it getting closer to the thing. She has to start attacking him. Um, we'll see, man. I really hope. I really hope. We'll see what happens. Yes. On to the next debate. Correct, sir. Let us switch gears here. Now, this is a this is a weird debate, I feel like. Did you watch? I didn't even ask you if you watched the... You did watch the Democratic one. I did watch the, the Republican one. You yes, didn't watch did. the Democratic one. No, I watched them both. You watched them both. That's yes. what I'm saying. Okay, so you did watch the first one, so you had an idea. And you did watch this this Republican one. Give me in a, couple, a sentence, two sentences... Thoughts, just quick thoughts about the overall performances and anything. And if you don't have it, don't worry about it. I was actually expecting a better turnout from Trump. Okay. Also, Cruz is trying. He really is. <laughs> that is, Cruz is trying. Yes, he, I mean, he's certainly trying. He's trying my patience. He's <laughs> trying everything. Uh, yeah, Cruz is trying. We'll see. And my boy Christy staying, staying in there. Yeah, I mean, he for a guy, a guy his size, he sure does have some endurance. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's get into the debate exactly the same way we did the Democratic debate. Um, let me just, you know, let me just get a level on this uh, sound-wise, Joe. Okay. The RNC chairman focused on the data and the digital and the things that will make us successful when we, have a, when we have a nominee. That feels good. And I believe any yeah, of these candidates... Good. All right. Maria Bartiromo is obviously conservative. All of her questions are premised in such a way that the candidates can launch into their pre-planned attacks. I'm not complaining either. I'm just saying. We've heard a number of times from GOP candidates that the questions are unfair and the media is biased. But to me, it seems like media uh, Maria Bartiromo is on their on their side. Yes. Like it just that's just how it feels. I could be wrong, but that's just how it feels. <clears throat> Excuse me. Christie says a series of incorrect tough talk things. He writes some checks his ass can't cash, which is shocking, given the size and scale of his ass. He brings up the Iran-U.S. Navy issue from last week, which comes up a number of times during this debate, even though the whole thing took less than a day to resolve and was primarily our fault. Joey, do you know anything about this 
the situation did we even talk about it on the show we did not talk about it on the show i believe there was a ship three or four people were on it uh-huh. it went in the wrong direction yeah the u.s navy's been it sailing happens. right around iran for you know a long time a couple of our soldiers maybe it was like four five six i don't remember mm-hmm. how many it was they ended up sailing into iranian water for whatever reason the the army's come out with the navy's come out with a number of different reasons what happened it doesn't matter point is they ended up there it wasn't iran's fault that they were there iran grabs them Brings them onto the boat, and then there was a video where they're on their knees on a boat, and it's oh, like, no. oh my god, the Iranians! Look what they're doing! We need to attack them. And then the Iranians just let them go the next day because they were like, okay, fine, it was just a, it whatever. was a mistake. They apologized. The Americans apologized. Fine. I don't have a pre- that like stop trying to make an international internet a thing. They let them go. It's not. Yeah. A, it's not. It's not the end of the world. If they were still there. Yeah. Then we have a problem. It's weird. But we fucked up. It's, it's the Americans f- fucked up here. Okay, and we we admitted so. We apologized. Yeah. Our military said, "Yeah, it was our fault." Okay, so a- end of issue is off. Right here, here we go. Chris Christie, the overweight governor of New Jersey, he's mad about this, buddy. This is our first clip, and this is probably just for you. She won't get within ten miles of the White House. <laughs> just to be clear, Governor, where and when would you use military action? Military action, Maria, would be used when it was absolutely necessary to protect American lives and protect American interests around the world. We are not the world's policemen, but we need to stand up and be ready. And the problem, Maria, is that the military is not ready either. We need to rebuild our military, and this president has let it diminish to a point where tin pot dictators like the mullahs in Iran are taking our Navy ships. It is disgraceful no, and in a Christian... No, that's not, not what that's happened. Not what ha- that's, the thing. that's not what fucking... Like, guys, you, you'd have to maybe read some articles about it, but I promise you that is not what happened. They, they didn't take our ship. We fucking sailed into their waters. And of course, like, real close. Of course they, they got it. Like... Yeah. And Obama didn't degrade the military. I mean, that's simply, simply untrue. We have the largest military by a lot. Administration, they would know much, much better than to do that. Yeah, in a Christie administration, I'd be eating a fucking fluff from another, and then I'd spit it out, grab a d- drumstick, and go yell at the or the mullahs. How yeah. did you not include a jelly donut? Well, he had a fluff from another. It's a little bit of peanut butter, some marshmallow oh, okay. fluff. It's a sandwich she probably enjoys. Bush says Obama was wrong to call ISIS the JV team. <laughs> a stock line at this point from him because they now quote, and then he says, they have a caliphate the size of Indiana. I have no idea what rubric uh, he's basing that size estimate on, whether it's literally the size of Indiana, which is 36,000 square miles, or whether he believes ISIS has almost 7 million members, the population of Indiana. Uh, like, what? It, what is... 700 kind of, million members. Well, what is he talking about? It, the size of Indiana. Is it literally in size, the size of the state of Indiana, or are there 7 million people in ISIS? I'm going to go with 7 sure million people. 7 million like people. The, sure, why not? Rebuild the military keeps coming up. My God, how much bigger and more expensive should our military be? This is where Rand Paul is sorely, sorely missed, but alas, he's not there anymore, even though he's polling better than Bush for the most part. Wow. Um, and like Sarah Palin said, Rand Paul believes you only go to war unless you're prepared to win that war. Wait, that's not what he says. That's insane. 20 minutes into this thing or whatever, 20 minutes into the video, Bush trods out another classic zinger <laughs> he's so well known for. Uh, I'm being sarcastic, obviously. Hold on, let me just get to it. Why? Bush is a, a nightmare. I, I can't a believe how nightmare. what a failed. I can't believe it either. It's staggering. It's staggering for the amount of time and money the guy has. It's just crazy that what he... What a uh, failed political campaign this has been for him. What a waste. So I 
I take it from that you do not agree with the president. No, and worse, okay. worse yet, to be yeah. honest with you, Hillary Clinton would be a national security disaster. Think about it. She wants to continue down the path of Iran, Benghazi, the Russian reset, Dodd-Frank, all the things that have, that have gone wrong in this country. She would be a national security mess. And that is wrong. And you know what? Here's the problem. If she gets elected, she's under investigation with the FBI right now. If she gets elected, her first hundred days, instead of setting an agenda, she might be going back and forth between the White House and the courthouse. We need to stop that. Oh, boy. Wow. wow. He is so witty. Man, Bush is really on top of things. What a loser. I mean, I'm really disappointed with I, I, I really did believe, and again, you never know until people vote, but it seems like he's out of it. He's done. I, I'm really surprised. Because he's an establishment guy. It just seems weird. He seems like a likable enough guy, right, that people yeah. could get behind him to a certain extent. I, I don't know. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me just cue, cue up the next clip, and I'll let you guys know what we're doing here. Okay. Rubio goes a step further than Bush. He showed him uh, on Hillary and Benghazi. Somebody told Rubio to be more aggressive, clearly, because he fucking freaks out early here. Uh, same shit as usual, but just hyper-aggressive. I mean... Aggressive, too aggressive. This is Rubio. Senator Rubio. The president says that ISIS doesn't threaten our national existence like uh, Germany or Japan did back in World War II, that the terror group is nothing more than twisted souls plotting attacks in their garages. But the House Homeland Security Committee recently said that over a thousand ongoing investigations of homegrown extremism in 50 states. So how, how do you define the threat? Well, like Germany then or dangerous nutcases now? Yeah, I would go, first of all, one step further in this description of Hillary Clinton. She wouldn't just be a disaster. <laughs> Hillary Clinton is disqualified from being commander in chief of the United States. <laughs> Sounds like, good. It sounds yeah, good. I like how the crowd just cheers. Like, sure, yeah, of course. Yeah. She can't run for... Right, I mean, absolutely. Emails. Go ahead, Paul. Someone, someone who cannot handle intelligence information appropriately cannot be commander-in-chief, and someone who lies to the families of those four victims in Benghazi can never be president Chris of the United Stevens States. and nobody. They never can. Nope. On the issue of Barack Obama... Barack Obama does not believe that America is a great global power. Barack Obama believes that America is an arrogant global power that needs to be cut to si down to size. And that's how you get a foreign policy where we cut deals with our enemies like Iran. And we betray our allies like Israel. And we gut our military. And we go around the world like he has done on 10 separate occasions and apologized for America. He doesn't understand the threat in ISIS. He consistently underestimates it, but I do not. There is a war against ISIS, not just against ISIS, but against radical jihadist terrorists. And it is a war that either they win or we win. When I'm president of the United States, we are going to win this war on ISIS. The most powerful intelligence agency in the world is going to tell us where they are. The most powerful military in the world is going to destroy them. And if we capture any of them alive, they are getting a one-way ticket to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. And we are going to find out everything they know. Which isn't going to be much. Wow, Rubio's got a little. He's he's woof. He's coming out hot. Yeah, we're gonna tour. So essentially, saying we're just gonna capture what, whatever the fuck he's saying, and then we're gonna bring them to Guantanamo and torture them and, mm -hmm. and get the information. Because Obama's not using any of the tools that are at his disposal. Gah, it's sickening. I mean, it's the same shit over and over again. But it's just it, how, why is he acting so ag crazy aggressive? I think they're fang. I'm I'm gonna call it the Trump effect. Okay. They all feel this guy just 
destroying them by 20 points i know but i gotta fit you're right i mean to an extent that's the case but it, they've wasted months doing the same stuff that hasn't really cut the lead maybe they should try something different trump doesn't really yell like this that's the thing like trump doesn't go off on these crazy i mean not to say trump doesn't go off on crazy tangents but he doesn't do that like what rubio just did mm-hmm. he'll try to make a cogent argument if somebody tries to jump in on him he'll be like do you mind why don't you shut the fuck up fifth place you know but he's not doing that yeah. and okay I do have a question for you. Yes, Joey. Do you have the the clip where they bring up Boney or no? K- I think it was to Kasich. No, I probably no. don't have it, but they oh, asked okay. him. He's like, Kasich's like, no, absolutely no way is this guy going to be the president. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Like, neither are you, Kasich. So much shut your mouth. Carson makes a joke about being asleep and then paints an insane scenario about how we should all be terrified of being nu- uh, nuked and cyber attacked and dirty bombed at the same time. This might be my favorite answer to any debate so far, not just by Carson, by anyone. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Carson, the president says he does not want to treat ISIS as a foreign army, but ISIS is neither a country nor a government. How do you attack a network that does not respect national borders? Well, I'm very happy to get a question this early on. I was going to ask you to wake me up when the time came. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I also like that he stumbles on the line instead of saying when the time came he goes when the time came <laughs> <laughs> it's also politically that's stupid because everybody thinks that he puts you to sleep when he talks so it's just like I was over here taking a little nap thinking about whatever conjoined twins <laughs> alright the, the, wh- what he is about to say oh. <laughs> blood apply um, you know I, I find it really quite fascinating Uh, some of the president's proclamations. Uh, The fact of the matter is he doesn't realize that we now live uh, in the 21st century and that war is very different than it used to be before. Uh, Not armies uh, massively marching on each other and and air forces. Mm -hmm. But but this is not the crazy part of the the statement yet. But like, wait, what? Like, aren't you the people that think we should have boots on the ground and like do this stuff? And also, don't you want no flight? Like, we do use Air Force all the time. That's Mm -hmm. what we primarily use. Yeah, Obama doesn't get it. You're right. But now we have dirty bombs and we have cyber attacks and we have people who will be attacking our electrical grid. And, you know, we have a whole variety of things that they can do, and they can do these things simultaneously. And we have enemies who are obtaining nuclear weapons that they can explode in our exo-atmosphere and uh, destroy our electric grid. I mean, just think about a scenario like that. They, they, they explode the bomb. We have an electromagnetic pulse. Uh-huh. They hit us with a cyber attack simultaneously oh and dirty bombs. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, right. I, so yeah. why is he giving them the perfect strategy? No, well, I mean, Joey, under that scenario, yeah, I mean, we're all screwed. And Obama is not protecting us against an electrical grid bomb, dirty bombs, a cyber attack, all simultaneously. I mean, think about it. At the same time. What the fuck? All right, <laughs> let, him, let, him, let him, he keeps going. Can you imagine the chaos that would ensue at that? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be really crazy. Why aren't they doing that then if they have that capability? How come that's not happening? They're going to blow up time. something in the XL atmosphere? What is he talking about? Where are they going to be able to do that? Above Indiana? Well, they have the caliphate the size of Indiana. Oh, it's know. not the same thing? No. ISIS and... ISIS and... and uh. Point. He needs to recognize that those kinds of things are, in fact, an existential threat to us. Mm. But here's the real key. 
Okay. We have the world's best military, right. even though he's done everything he can to diminish it. Like and why? Like why? For example, like what? Like what has he done? The fact of the matter is, if we give them a mission and we don't tie their hands behind their back, they uh -huh. can get it accomplished. Oh, perfect. I thought you just said that's not how wars are fought. What a crazy, like, weird tangent he went on there where he was like, we don't fight wars with armies or, or, or air anymore, but they have dirty bombs and, like, electrical grid attacks. So we need to untie the hands of the military. Okay, what are you saying? It's just a wild response. Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of words. Imagine this scenario that will never, ever, ever happen. Uh, Trump says it seems like, quote, only strong, powerful young men are coming over from Syria. Not a lot of women and children, <laughs> so we can't let them in. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually what he said. That's a real quote. Uh, Just seems like a lot of strong, powerful young men. That was an actual <laughs> sentence that he said. Okay, sure. It might seem like that, but I guarantee there's some women and children also uh, trying to get over here. Cruz is asked about not disclosing the $1 million contribution from Goldman Sachs and Citibank. He calls it a hit piece from the New York Times. He also didn't disclose that his wife uh, was like a director or something at Goldman Sachs. Uh, now she's taking a leave of absence during the campaign, but she oh, worked, okay. his wife works for Goldman Sachs, oh. which is interesting because Goldman Sachs is in New York and um, you know he doesn't like New York values, but whatever. So his wife is there. It's fine. Cruz is asked about his, quote, naturalized status as an American. Oh, well, this thing again. Yeah, a little back and forth with the Trumpster, not worth watching. Honestly, Cruz says it's because of the polls. Uh, oh, I'm saying it's not worth watching, honestly. Cruz says it's because of the polls. Trump says he doesn't want to deal with the Dems suing the party down the road if Cruz gets the nomination or gets picked as VP. Trump gets booze and laughs throughout, which is strange. Mm -hmm. uh, this went on for like seven to eight minutes, and we don't really need to get into it. Trump says he'll, quote, gladly accept the mantle of anger. I think he stumbled onto a new slogan there. Uh, I'm Donald Trump, and I oh, that gladly was a good speech. You accept cut that out? the mantle of anger. Yeah, we don't need that. Oh. That's fine. If you want to watch it, watch the debate. Uh, doesn't matter. All right. It's, inter it's an interesting tack Trump is taking there where he's just like, look, I think Cruz is fine, but I don't want the Dems to sue us because he's illegal. It's an interesting, it's an interesting idea. Uh, the debate so far has been all opinion questions. There's no real idea or strategies or plans. Just thoughts. Good, bad. No one cares. Rubio fumbles in a tack line like a jerk is what I wrote here. Uh, hold on. Let me, uh, let, me, let me try to find it. Damn it. 42. No, wait. What is it? 4028. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Here we go. I like Chris Christie, but we cannot afford to have a president of the United States that supports Common Core. We cannot afford to have a president of the United States that supports gun control. This president, this president is more interested in funding, uh, less interested in funding the military than he is in funding plan, th than he is, he's more interested in funding Planned Parenthood than he is in funding the military. <laughs> this president more is more interested in funding, uh, less interested in funding the military than he is in funding plan, th than he is, he's more interested in funding Planned Parenthood than he is in funding the military. Chris Christie wrote a check to Planned Parenthood. All I'm saying is our next president has to be someone that undoes the damage Barack Obama has done to this country. It cannot be someone that agrees with his agenda. Yeah, Chris Christie wrote a check to Planned Parenthood because he ate a huge turkey dinner one night and he tried to abort it because he felt sick. Uh, all right. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. That was off the cuff. The was it too far? Like you let me know. Well, those babies got sold off years ago. Um, what do we got here? 4459. Sorry, I'm just having a hard time getting to the clips. Here we go. Uh, listen to this leading question by Maria Bartiromo. And you tell me. You tell me. No, I tell All you. Right? As we know it, and we got to look at the big picture. Yeah, let's do that, Ben. Thank you. Let me 
Governor Kasich, Hillary Clinton is getting some serious competition from Senator Bernie Sanders. Oh, I just, here we go. Son of a bitch. I, guess I, I just don't have the answer, but I guess I have the question. All right. He's now at 41% in the latest CBS New York Times poll. Vice President Biden sang his praises, saying Bernie is speaking to a yearning that is deep and real, and he has credibility on it. So what does it say about our country that a candidate who is a self-avowed socialist and who doesn't think a 90% tax rate is too high could be the Democratic nominee? Okay, that's a that's a fucking softball, right? To whoever, <laughs> Bernie doesn't want to tax the rich ninety percent. That's not true. It's just literally, it's purely fiction. That's not true. Go look at his plan. That's not true. He's never said that. He said he doesn't think. He goes, I'm not even that much of a socialist, mm-hmm. right? Remember, he made that yes. comment in one of the debates. So that's a crazy question from the moderator. Well, why? Because it's like, here you go, okay. It's like here's a softball. Yep. I have the goofy Ohio dummies response. Well, if that's the case, uh, we're going to win every state if Bernie Sanders is the nominee. That's not even an issue. But look. Yeah, boo. Go fuck yourself. All right. Uh, listen to this question by Bartiromo. 48 minutes uh, into my video here. Bill, you count on it. Yeah, I'll count on it. Dr. Carson, one of the other candidates on this stage has brought up Bill Clinton's past indiscretions. What? Really? Is that- well, Joe, I mean, again, they, what, are they going to pass it up? Of course. It's, come on. Some people are talking about it. Some people... She goes, is it a legitimate topic in this election? Okay, oh, God, okay. God, God, what, Joe? Back in 2008, uh-huh. did they ask Obama? Um, did that even I got come to, up? I got to imagine it came up. Yeah, it's probably come up all the time. Yes, I bet it did. You think it come up in four years from now? If... A Past is involved. If a Clinton is involved, yes. yes. Dr. Carson. <laughs> One of the other oh, Does anyone ever ask Chelsea? I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe. Look into it. <laughs> okay. Write a little note to yourself. You look. You look it up. You see if people have asked Hill- uh, Chelsea <laughs> about her dad getting a blowjob. Yeah. You let me know. Okay. On this stage has brought up Bill Clinton's past indiscretions. Is that a legitimate topic in this election? <laughs> Meanwhile, the Republican crowd's like, absolutely. You got Always it. is. Always will be. What, what happened in that White House? What do you think? It was 20 years ago. I know. That Hillary Clinton is an enabler of sexual misconduct. Wow. What a question. What a crazy question to ask. That's is an she awesome an question. enabler of this type of, of sexual misconduct? Wow. Absolutely. Play it. Play the answer. What, is that like... <laughs> Is that fair? Is that a fair game question? Is the is the one of the is probably the most successful woman in American politics, whether you like her, dislike her, whatever. The 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 most successful woman in American politics. They caught a what again? An enabler of sexual misconduct. That's Can that be asking. the title of the episode, please? Maybe write it down. We'll, okay. we'll see. Well, who knows what else is going to come out of this thing, Joey? But right, it's like, man, would they ever ask that of? Um, I, I don't know. It's just it's just. A, to me, that seems crazy. And they asked Carson. Carson's answer is, is annoying, and we'll, we'll get into his answer in a second. Well, there's no question that we should be able to look at any past president, whether they're married to somebody who's running for president or not, in terms of uh, their past behavior and what it means. But, you know, here's the real issue. Okay. Is this America anymore? Do we still have standards? Do we still have values and principles? You know, you look at what's going on, you see all the divisiveness and the hatred that goes on in our society. You know, we have a war on virtually everything, race wars, 
Oh yeah, I should clip that by the way because we have <laughs> race wars on the Stand Up New York Labs uh, network. Uh, gender wars, income wars, religious wars, age wars, every war you can imagine, we have people at each other's throats. And our strength is actually in our unity. You know, you go to the internet, you start reading an article, and you go to the comment section, you cannot go five comments down before people are calling each other all manner of names. Yeah, but why would you even do that? Did the thought to me to ever look, I mean, obviously on our podcast. You don't want to see what other Americans have to say uh, about the issues, Christopher? Uh, (laughs) I like when you call me Christopher, it makes me feel special. I go, I look at the comments of our podcast, because obviously people are talking to us, so I'll respond Mm -hmm. to them. The thought never even occurs to me, I mean, unless I'm like in the mood to see something silly like mm-hmm. you know you're not going to get anything legitimate from a comment section it never even occurs to me to look at the comments of an article never not the yahoo comments really well i mean like yahoo answers and stuff i, I yeah. really uh i really enjoy but but anyway you understand like i yeah. never even think about it so what this guy's just bringing up a false point plus he brings up the point about like values yeah there's still values in america just because they not the values that you want you know what i mean mm-hmm. some people don't mind uh a random fling or, or sexual, you know what I mean? Like there, there's different values. So yeah, there's yeah. still values. They're maybe just not your values. That's, that's a, that's a silly question. Let, let him finish up here. Where did that spirit come from in America? It did not come from our Judeo Christian roots. I can tell you that. And wherever it came from, We need to start once again recognizing that there is such a thing as right and wrong. And let's not let the secular progressives drive that out of us. The majority of people in America actually have values and principles, and they believe... Yeah, and secular progressives have no values and principles. ...believe in the very things that made America great. They've been beaten into submission. It's uh-huh. time for us to stand up for what we believe in. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you with your puritanical nonsense. Like, thank you. You just stepped off the Mayflower. <laughs> they're, ta- they're talking about guns. I didn't pull many clips from here because you know how they feel about it. Uh, they're all Second Amendment guys. But uh, Rubio makes an absolutely false point. All right. No one corrects this. Also, how the fuck would he be able to verify the statement he's about to make if there aren't any background checks? Wow. What a duncey ass statement. So this is Marco Rubio uh, during the gun section, which... You know, again, this is stuff that we've heard before, but this is just a, a kind of a wild point that he's making here. Hold on, let me get to it. Fifty-five. Well, see, what? at least on the national stage, they can't attack Bernie on the gun issue. Well, well, they can't, right? No. I mean, because to, to them, Bernie's extremely liberal, right? Yeah. All right, this this is uh, Rubio. Remind it. Here's my second problem. None of these instances that the president points to as the reason why he's doing these things would have been prevented. You know why? Because criminals don't buy their guns from a gun show. They don't buy their guns from a collector. And they don't buy their guns from a gun store. They get, they steal them. They get them on the black market. And let me tell you, ISIS and terrorists do not get their guns from a gun show. These, his answer, you name it, it does, if there's an act of violence in America, his immediate answer before he even knows the facts is gun control. Here's a fact. We are in a war against ISIS. All right, and then he just takes it off. Mm-hmm. It's against, yeah, that, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, he's trying to get rid of guns so ISIS can kill us. Is that his point? Yes. I, okay. It's very frustrating. Whatever. Cavuto, to his credit, the moderator, the guy that works for Fox News, uh asks a logical question in response to this. So I'm just going to skip a little bit ahead into Rubio's uh, response. And Cavuto asks a, a logical follow-up to me. But what 
fact can you point to, Senator? What fact? What fact can you point to that the president would take away everyone's gun? You don't think that's extreme? About every two weeks, he holds a press conference talking about how he can't wait to restrict people's access to guns. He has Restrict never defended his law. I'll give you a fact. Well, let me tell you this. Do you remember when he ran for president of the okay. United States? So Cavuto tries to point at like what 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 actually is mm-hmm. he doing? Because he you know he he actually can't really do too much on his own. Even that whole gun speech is like he can't really do that much about it. No. Uh, okay. Cruz pulls the curtain back and explains why Republicans won't win the White House in general. And this Ooh. is something. That, well, yeah, it's an interesting thing that Cruz brings up. Uh, also, this is our first Cruz clip, which is interesting because he's a guy that, you know, he's he's up around the he's top of the polls. He's usually clip he's, heavy, yeah. Yeah, not, not a ton from Cruz, but this is an interesting point. And this is something that we bring up a lot, I think, on this show. It's a quick, quick clip. Point on this. Listen, in any Republican primary, everyone is going to say they support the Second Amendment. Unless you are clinically insane, <laughs> that's what you say in a primary. And there you go. And then, yes. okay, right. So you're going, exactly. And that's the point. And that's what I'm always trying to say. Even I, when I talk to my dad about this, where he's like, oh, I don't know, Hillary's not going to win. Nobody's going to, okay. The problem is the Republicans all play to their base. And that's what he's saying yes. there. You, of course, you're going to say you support the Second Amendment. Maybe when you get to a general election, and he goes on to be like, I'm the strongest on this, whatever. When you get to a general election, yeah, you're probably going to tack back towards the middle, but it's too late. You already damaged yourself by saying the crazy shit you had to say during a Republican primary. That's the problem. He articulates yes. the exact problem. It's delicious. It's delightful. I think in politics in America, we have to come up maybe with the way that they limit what they're saying because all they do a lot of times is give fuel to the opposition. Well, of course, you just, well, I mean, whatever. Yeah, of course. I mean, that is the problem, right? Uh that's some um, for another day. We don't have time to get into that whole discussion. I mean, part of it is getting money out of politics, le- lessening the amount of time that you actually run for the presidency. Once money is out of politics, then you actually know what people believe. Mm-hmm. When money's in politics, they have to just say what they're being paid to say, essentially, right? The people they're beholden to. That That is the po- problem in yes. a nutshell. And we're always talking about it. New York values question to Cruz. Cruz does a hashtag at the end of his answer, essentially, and I want to throw a shoe at him like the Iraqi guy did to Bush years ago. Call him a dog and throw a shoe at his head. Let me follow up and switch gears. Senator Cruz, you suggested Mr. Trump, quote, embodies New York values. Could you explain what you mean by that? You know, I think most people know exactly what New York values are. Oh. I am from New York. I what, 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 you're from New York, so yeah. you might not. But I promise you, in the state of South Carolina, they do. And, and I know. I what have he's to say, about. I really like Trump's response. Well, yeah, don't blow it. Don't okay. say a word about it. Of okay, course. Fine. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I have. Okay, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, you like Trump's response to this thing? Yes. I have my note here. Also, I know what he means by New York. You know what he's saying, mm-hmm. right? He, he, like liberals yes. and people that are godless. That's yes. what he's talking about. Cruz's wife, Heidi, this is what I mentioned before, works for Goldman Sachs as a, as a managing director. She's on a leave of absence during the campaign, but Goldman Sachs is in New York. That's where she lives. We get Trump's response. Excuse me. Trump's response. So easy for the Donald. What a crazy alley-oop for Cruz to throw Trump. An absolute strategic blunder also this is probably the most authentic trump response to the entire primary process say what you want the guy is a native new yorker and this probably did really hit home with him uh okay let's continue with this whole whole segment and it's the only time i'm going to allow somebody to do the invoking whatever Uh, well i mean 
Does he have to? No, but I totally get why he does it, and it makes sense in in this context. And listen, there are many, many wonderful, wonderful working men and women in the state of New York. Like my wife. But everyone understands that the values in New York City are socially liberal or pro-abortion or pro-gay marriage, focus around money and the media. Okay, now, the money and the media thing is an interesting... Bill Maher brought this point up uh, Mm -hmm. on on Real Time uh, this week. Where he was like, is that like a weird thing to like Christians being like Jews? Is that coded language for Jews? Because that's always the the thing where it's like they control huh. the media, they control money. You know what I mean? Like it bankers, right? Be. It's like a we- very weird kind of like anti-Semitic kind of like coded language. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Huh. But it's just interesting. Or maybe we're, he's just making that association. Whatever. I'm just repeating it. Yeah. I don't even necessarily think that's what it is. But, uh, but everybody knows like... Of course, people in New York are going to get annoyed by that, I guess. Although I'm from New Jersey. I live in New York. I, like, I yeah. know what he means. You know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. I'm, I'm proudly not Ted Cruz's base. Certainly. And, and I would note, indeed, the reason I said that is I was asked. My friend Donald has taken to at his events playing Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. Um, and I was asked what I thought of that. And I said, well, if he wanted to play a song, maybe he could play New York, New York. And, and, you know, the concept of New York values is not that complicated to figure out. Right. Uh, not too many years ago, Donald did a long interview with Tim Russert. And in that interview, he explained his views on a whole host of issues that were very, very different from the views he's describing now. And his right, because he's a Democrat, mm-hmm. really. I mean, explanation. He said, look, I'm from New York. That's what we believe in New York. Those aren't Iowa values, but this is what we believe in New York. And so that was his explanation. And, and I guess I can, can frame it another way. Not a lot of conservatives come out of Manhattan. I'm just saying. Uh, I want to throw a no. shoe and say, yeah, hashtag just saying. Shut up, Yosemite Sam, you crazy bastard. <laughs> So, conservatives actually do come out of Manhattan, including William F. Buckley and others, just so you understand. (laughs) And just so, if I could, because he insulted a lot of people, I've had more calls on that statement that Ted made. New York is a great place. It's got great people. It's got loving people, wonderful people. When the World Trade Center came down, I saw something that no place on earth could have handled more beautifully, more humanely than New York. You had two, 100. Now, the, and meanwhile, Cruz is like a jerk off his clapping now and being like, yeah. 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 Meanwhile, he's probably thinking like, fuck. <laughs> Should not put of it up there. Of course he's going to bring up 9-11. Damn it. Uh, how did I forget? Never forget. That's the phrase. Yeah, I forgot. never forget. Hashtag never forget. Not hashtag just saying. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Trump, though, seems genuine here, right? Yes. You had two 110-story buildings come crashing down. I saw them come down. Thousands of people killed. And the cleanup started the next day, and it was the most horrific cleanup probably in the history of doing this and in construction. I was down there, and I'd never seen anything like it. And the people in New York fought and fought and fought, and we saw more death and even the smell of death Nobody understood it. And it was with us for months, the smell, the air. And we rebuilt downtown Manhattan. 
and everybody in the world watched and everybody in the world loved New York and loved New Yorkers. And I have to tell you, that was a very insulting statement that Ted made. That's that's where the power is, right? Not screaming, not yelling. That's strong. I mean, he just takes it and he dunks it. Yeah, and he just he just he knocked it out of the park with that one. And, and what is Cruz supposed to say to that? Like, well, that's not what I meant. Hey, you look like an idiot. Yep. Bush gets no love from the crowd. Everything just kind of falls flat. Nobody believes what he's saying. Cavuto uh, asks another good question about Saudi Arabia's behavior, except he directs it to John Kasich, which is frustrating because nobody cares what John Kasich has to say about anything. Uh, all right, well, we got. Let me see. Three clip. Three clips left. Okay. Uh, four. I'm lying. Okay. A lot of candidates keep referencing that we can't quote tie the military's hands behind their back as though that's something Obama routinely does. Also, a lot of military members only have one arm now because they were maimed fighting pointless wars overseas for oil and empire. So it'll be hard to tie their hands behind their backs. Just yes. making a point there. Just saying. Uh, Carson complains about the rules of engagement. Ridiculous. Who knows what he's talking about? This guy. It's scary that he was even at the lead at any point in this thing, but luckily he's kind of fallen off here. All right. This is Ben Carson. Probably don't even need this clip, but let's let's do well, it. Well, let's have it. We go ahead and we take... We're going to miss him when he's gone, Joey. No, I know. ...oil from them, their source of revenue. You know, some of these, uh, these engagement rules that the administration has, we're not going to bomb a tanker that's coming out of there because there might be a person in it. Give me a break. Just tell them that you put <laughs> people in there, we're going to bomb them. So don't put people in there if you don't want to bomb. You know, that's so simple. It is. It's so simple. Yeah, you just you send ISIS a note and you go, look. We don't want to kill people, but if you're going to put a person in that tanker, we're, we're going to kill him. Are you out of your mind, this guy? What is he talking about? Uh, they're talking about ISIS again. They're all criticizing Obama for minimizing the threat of ISIS during the State of the Union. It's funny because these are the same people who don't want to talk about strategy in public because our enemies will hear it and know what we're doing. Yet all they do is panic about terrorism, explain their plans every debate, which is what you brought yes. up earlier in this debate. Trump is pressed about a 45% tariff on China that he supposedly talked about. He says the New York Times made it up. Never answers. However, he does differentiate himself from the rest of the crowd with his apparent knowledge of business. Looks like he knows what he's talking about. Cruz is suspiciously quiet during this portion. He doesn't have really any business experience, if, yes. if any at all. Uh, again, that's Trump's strong suit, and that's something that the Republican Party particularly enjoys as a businessman self-made you know it's just the narrative it doesn't necessarily mean that he fits into that uh all right yeah three clips here we go long segment about taxes and entitlements this is the type of thing you need to watch the debate for i don't agree with a lot of what's being said however it is substantive talk about value added taxes corporate inversions uh repatriating overseas corporate money at a one-time low tax rate etc this is stuff you'd have to watch the debate for it we can't show that entire segment this one's for you, Joey. Your chubby buddy, the overweight governor of New Jersey, Here pulls his classic, once a debate move, uses it to springboard into an attack on Hillary, and by springboard, I mean snaps the spring and the board because it's tremendous weight. <laughs> why uh, Why does he keep saying Hillary Rodham Clinton this whole debate? That was like a thing. Did you notice that? Well, I did not notice that. You no. didn't know? He, he never said Hillary Clinton. He kept saying Hillary Rodham Clinton as though, what, we were going to confuse She's in trouble? Some other, some other, other, some other Hillary Clinton we were, we were going to hear about. All right. Uh, overweight in New Jersey, 
Overweight governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. Here we go. This one's for you, Joey. Hey, Maria. Maria, I'd like to interrupt. I'd like to interrupt this debate on the floor of the Senate. Um, to actually answer the question you asked, which was on entitlements. Do you remember that, everybody? This was a question on entitlements. Oh, I'll answer and the, the, and the reason. And the then. reason, now you already had your chance, Marky, you blew it. Um, here's oh, the oh, snippy, classic Got Christy. I'll be more the fact is, the reason why, the fact is, the reason why that no one wants to answer entitlements up here is because it's hard. It's a hard problem. And I'm the only one up on this stage who back in April, put forward a detailed entitlement reform plan that will save over $1 trillion, save Social Security, save Medicare, and avoid this. All right. So then he gets into his whole plan. There. Yes. But that's that's classic Christy. I put it out there for you because I know you like when he does show like that, mm-hmm. but it, it is what it is. All right. Interesting question to Trump. Solid answer by Trump, I got to say. Let me get to it. Been praised by both parties as certainly a tough law and order guy. So I wonder what you make of recent statistics, sir, that show violent crime has been spiking, sometimes by a double digit rate, in 30 cities across the country. Milwaukee's police chief Ed Flynn says most local law enforcement officials feel abandoned by Washington. Former NYC police chief Ray Kelly says that police are being less proactive because they're being overly scrutinized and second guessed. And they're afraid of being sued or thrown in jail. What would you do as president to address that? Well, first off, let's face oh, it. Oh, wait. The FBI maybe, director- I, maybe I'm off here, Joey. I think I made oh. a mistake. My God. Is this the first mistake I've made during the entire debate process? Boo. I apologize. Here we go. Your U.S. attorney days. You have been- No, you know what? I guess I... Re- okay. Sorry. I, I missed that one. I guess I don't know. I, okay. I, I, I miswrote that one. I apologize. My God. Look, Joey, how many debates have we done? 12? Yeah. Uh, I made one. Th- first one. mistake. It's fine. Rubio attacks Cruz and goes off on some strange tangents. Let's listen. Comment. Uh, 159. That's good right there. Head of the FBI tells us they cannot vet them to determine if they are ISIS terrorists. Syria, let me clear something up here. This is an interesting point when you talk about immigration. Ted Cruz, you used to say you supported doubling the number of green cards. Now you say that you're against it. You used to support a 500% increase in the number of guest workers. Now you say that you're against it. You used to support, you used to support legalizing people that were here illegally. Now you say you're against it. You used to say that you were in favor of birthright citizenship. Now you say that you are against it. And by the way, it's not just on immigration. You used to support TPA. Now you say you're against it. I saw you on the Senate floor flip your vote on crop insurance because they told you it would help you in Iowa. And last week... Oh, wow. got him on crop insurance? (laughs) (laughs) Got him on crop insurance might be a nice title. Uh... But that's the same thing Hillary's doing, where he's just going to bring up random yeah. votes and be like, you know. Also, you flip your vote on ethanol in Iowa for the same reason. That is not consistent conservatism. That is political calculation. When I'm president, I will work consistently every single day to keep this country safe. Right. Not call Edward Snowden, as you did, a great public servant. Edward Snowden is a traitor. And if I am president and we get our hands on him, he is standing trial for treason. Uh, we have to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Rubio. Oh, man. That, you know I'm very sensitive to Snowden stuff. I know, but the base loves it. The, the base is the base loves it. asinine if they love that. They love it. And one more point. Right. One more point. One more point. Every single time that there has been a defense bill in the Senate, three people team up to vote against it. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, Rand Paul, 
and Ted Cruz. Good. In fact, the only budget you have ever voted for, Ted, in your entire time in the Senate is a budget from Rand Paul that brags about how it cuts defense. Here's the bottom line, and I'll close with this. If I'm President of the United States and Congress tries to cut the military, I will veto that in a millisecond. There's, look, there's... Okay. I'm going to get a response to that, Neil. There's no way he launches very 11 quick, attacks. Very quick. <laughs> I'm going to... He had no fewer than 11 attacks there. <laughs> I, I appreciate you're dumping your oppo research folder on, on the debate No, it's your state. record. But, but I will say... <laughs> you think at least, they like each at other? least half of the things Marco said are flat-out false. They're absolutely false. So let's start. Let's start with immigration. Let's start with immigration and have a little bit of clarity. All right, and then he goes into like mm-hmm. his whole thing. I like I like Cruz's like dump, dumping our Oppo research folder. Yeah, because that's what it is. Like Rubio has nothing, no leg to stand on. He's got to attack because yeah. what is he going to say? It's just to say they're all saying the same shit. Nobody differentiates themselves. Rand Paul did. He's not there. Trump does to a certain extent. Uh, they really made a mistake by not having Paul there. Well, they don't give a shit. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, they made a mistake in terms of like a, a real debate, but as far as whether it matters or not. No, I know. Th- okay. Last clip. You ready for this, Joe? Yes. I gave it to Jeb Bush because he's a- He needs all the help he what, can what get. What a failure. Bush gets the final word for our purposes, has a rough answer on encryption. Wow. Horrible ending to the crowd is perplexed. Here we go. So, so Tim Cook, the so Tim Cook is, is, is going to keep it private. I got that. And the, the, the problem today- is there's no confidence in Washington, D.C. There needs to be more than just one meeting. There needs to be complete dialogue with the large technology companies. They understand that there's a national security risk. We ought to give them a little bit of a liability relief so that if they share data amongst themselves and share data with the federal government, they're, they're not fearful of a lawsuit. We need to make sure that we keep the country safe. This is the first priority. The cybersecurity challenges that we face, this administration has failed us completely completely. Not just the hacking of OPM, but that is, that is just shameful. 23 million files in the hands of the Chinese. So it's not just the, the governments, the private sector companies, it's also our own government that needs to raise the level of our game. We should put the NSA in charge of the civilian side of this as well. Yeah, put the NSA in charge of civilian records. Great. Yeah. As though they don't already have access oh, to it. Oh, yeah. We'll just give them unbridled access to fucking absolutely everything. Great plan expertise needs to spread all across the government and there needs to be much more cooperation but with Tim our private Cook is sector. telling you no mr president you got to keep asking you got to keep asking because this is a hugely important issue if you can encrypt messages isis can over these platforms and we have no ability to to have a cooperative so do relationship you ask or do you order well, if the law would change, yeah, I think there has to be uh, a recognition that if we if we are too punitive, then you'll go to other other uh, technology companies outside the United States. And what we want to do is to control this. We also want to dominate this from a commercial side. So there's a lot of balanced interests, but the president hmm. leads in this regard. Okay. That's what we need. We need leadership, someone who has a backbone and sticks with things rather than just talks about them as though anything matters when you're talking about amendments that don't even actually are part of a bill that ever passed. Governor, thank you. What are you talking about? Dead silence. <laughs> I, I love I love that because it's like a bill that ever passed. Like, and the crowd is just like, what? Uh, what? What? All right, Joey. That's it for the Republican debate. Thoughts? Winner? Loser? Uh, Chris Christie's the winner. Yeah, sure. Chris Christie <laughs> definitely won that one. I'm with you. Uh, all right. Next stop, Iowa. We'll see what happens. I mean, next week we're going to have, I think this is good. I think we got through the debates. Yes. You know, we got some good clips there. The Sarah Palin stuff. Oof, amazing. Uh, next week we'll be back to the regular format. I don't, there's nothing, uh, you know, no debates or anything. All right. So 
Iowa is when exactly? I believe February 1st. February 1st. How does that fall? That's a Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to try to suggest that we do like live coverage or something? Yeah, I, it's I, not I just happening. don't think it's going to happen. It's okay. Yeah, it can't happen. Um, but whatever. We'll, we'll know what's going on. Um, all right, guys. I think that's about it. I think that was a, a good show. Do me a favor. If you guys haven't, you can listen to the podcast wherever you want. You can go to comedyvoices.com. You can listen on SoundCloud, uh, wherever you like to do that. Go to iTunes. If you haven't already done it, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Ask a friend, or if you're at work, get them to go on their phone, subscribe on iTunes, because the more new subscribers you get, the better you do on the charts on iTunes. It'd be nice if we could get up the charts or get on the charts or whatever it is, because then maybe we can get some more listeners and we can see where it goes. So that'd be great if you guys would do us the favor. Uh, subscribe. You don't have to listen on there necessarily, but try to get your subscription and try to get a friend to subscribe. That'd be incredible. That'd be awesome. We love you guys. We appreciate the support. YouTube.com slash mandatory Samson. You can go on there. You can watch the full episode video, uh, which I'm going to put up later tonight. Nice. You can also watch the show stream live every Thursday at 4 p.m. That's when we uh, record 99% of the time. You can email us, mandatory Samson at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us like Timo did about the uh, crazy encryption. situation that took place, encryption, and, and what happened to him and his family. Uh, feel free to get in touch with us. Twitter, I'm at Sam. Joey is at Joey from Jersey with a Z. You can also get in touch with us on Snapchat. Same usernames listen we love you guys leave a comment soundcloud.com slash mandatory samson uh whatever i'm just throwing out random things now Mm -hmm. we love you guys and we're gonna be back next week we will definitely talk to you then (laughs) 